Yo, what is going on, Cover 7 family? Welcome back to another episode of the Cover 7 with Mason Pierce podcast. And in today's episode, I'm excited slash kind of not at the same time because today I'm joined by four-star offensive lineman and Texas A&M commit Colton. Is it Thome Mason or how you pronounce it correctly? Thomason. Thomason. Okay, I'm stupid, but Colton Thomason. But Colton, thank you for coming on, man. I'm excited to have you on. Thank you for having me. Now, now, no disrespect, half of my family graduated from UT. That's partially the reason why I said that starting off the episode. But, <laughs> but no, I, I definitely am excited to have you. But, uh, Colton, if you don't mind, before we do start talking a little bit about, you know, your recruiting and everything like that, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, how you got into football, and just some of the little details that we may not know exactly about you. Um, Yeah, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. I was born in Houston, moved to San Antonio when I was about a year old. Uh, I've just been here ever since. Um, <clears throat> my dad's been a coach my whole life. He got out of it for a little bit, but he got back into it when I got into high school. So uh, I've always been around football. And I've just fallen in love with it. Obviously, God's gift has gifted me with <clears throat> the blessing of size. So everyone's told me to do it, and I just fell in love with it more and more. Absolutely. And Colton, if you don't mind uh, telling the audience, you know, just exactly how big you actually are. I am uh, 6'8", 325. Holy shoot. Well, y'all heard it first. This is the second giant we have on because uh, another uh, 2024 recruit, uh, Ori Williams. I don't know if you know who Ori is. but I do know Ori. Oh, you do? Okay, okay, cool, cool. So we kind of have some mutuals, but, you know, y'all both are six foot eight, absolute giant human beings. You know, you're pretty much about almost a foot taller than me, so you kind of make me feel <laughs> a little bit small, but – um. But, no, definitely, you know, have you always been, you know, kind of the bigger kid throughout your whole life, I guess you could say? Uh, Yeah, I have. I got you. I got yeah, you. Just, just ever since I was little, I've been bigger than everyone else. I got you. So, uh, Colton's kind of, you know, flashback, if you want to say. So, if you remember, do you remember when you actually did start playing football, like the age? Um, I had been playing flag football since I was, like, four, but I didn't play – tackle football actually until sixth grade just because down here we had uh like weight weight requirements and being bigger than everyone else i couldn't play unless i was with sixth graders and you don't want to be a seven-year-old going up against 12 year olds i got you i got you so you know were you kind of craving to always play football and you know knowing the fact that you couldn't play just due to the fact that you were bigger than everyone else uh yeah i was always uh super excited to get into football and i finally did and just i've loved every minute of it ever since Okay, so I've got to ask you kind of probably one of the more obvious questions right now. So when you were in sixth grade, how big were you? Like, were you already over six foot? I was six foot two, two fifty. Jesus. Okay, so did coaches ever have any like you know idea maybe about putting you on varsity in sixth grade or you <laughs> know, did you did you potentially? Uh, no, I'm, in Texas you can't do that but i mean even at that you know texas football is different so i mean oh, you yeah. wouldn't want to put a sixth grader out on there but i mean that would have been really cool oh no nah, no nah, i'm just messing with you I'm, I'm actually from fort worth so trust me i know exactly what you're talking about but uh but anyway so colton let's talk a little bit about so you're finally in football you know i'm guessing you probably were already playing on the line you know were you playing offensive line defensive line or were you playing both i was playing both and all the way up to eighth grade and then they moved me to permanently offensive line okay i got you so when you you know got moved finally over to be permanently on offensive line you know were you were you playing tackle guard center you know what was your primary position at that time when i was in the seventh grade i played left tackle and then 
I played right guard up until this this past year when I got moved to right tackle. Okay, I got you. So you definitely – so if, say, for example, when you do go off to college or even during your senior season, you know, you could definitely be kind of flexible, so to speak, about where they can put you on the O-line. Yes, sir. I got you. I got you. So, so Colton, let's kind of flash forward a little bit. So let's talk about how your freshman year of high school football went. So if you don't mind, kind of, kind of walk us through how that year went. Well, I got pulled up to varsity uh, in that summer, uh, the entire month of June. It was filled with just me throwing up and trying to prove my worth. I think I said like six words that entire month, but threw up every single day. <laughs> I got you. So you no, I got you. I don't throw up quietly. I throw up very loud. But no, we uh, get into the fall, and uh, the seniors took me on, took me under their wing and just made me a better player. It was awesome. I didn't I didn't play much with the exception of like PAT, but. I really loved it. You know, it was really awesome to be a part of a part of that as a freshman and see how things are supposed to be done. I got you. So, uh, Colton, during your freshman year, were you at the same high school you're currently at now or were you at, at a different one? Yes, sir. I've been at Smithson Valley in the Smithson Valley system since kindergarten, actually. OK, so you so you've still been in. the OK, I didn't know because you said you were from Houston and moved to San Antonio. But uh, mm -hmm. but anyway, so, uh, Colton, you know, a lot of times your freshman year, especially, you know, when you get moved to varsity and. You know, for people out there that aren't from Texas, you know, getting moved to varsity your freshman year is a huge deal. Like, you've got to be arguably one of the best players in your whole team to get moved up. But um, so so uh, what were some things that you took away from your freshman year that you kind of used to better yourself going into your sophomore year? Um, obviously the speed of the game. I don't care how good you are at a middle school level. Uh, Texas high school varsity football speed is different, and it takes some – it truly takes doing it to get used to it. And then um, just like how to be a leader and how things should be done. I took a lot of big lessons from the guys who led me. I got you. So, uh, and also Colton, I want to ask you once again. So during your freshman season, how had you gotten a huge growth spur yet? Or were you still kind of like slowly going up and high? Um, I was probably like six, 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 seven ish going into freshman year. Um, <laughs> oh. I was still pretty big. Yeah, that's. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so you kind of were already getting to the point of being a literal giant. So, but um, but anyway, so Colton, you know, now that you're going into your sophomore year, had you had art, had you gotten any type of college interest yet up to this point? Um, no, not really. Um, I went into my sophomore year and and had an offer from Michigan State, and you know, I played my sophomore year. I was I was finally starting. I was rotating in most of the time. Um. I had a good season. I wouldn't say I had a great season. And uh, I reached 403 pounds by the end of the sophomore year. So I knew I knew that a change was needed. Oh, dang. I got you. And uh, so during your sophomore year, I'm guessing, was also the COVID year, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously, you know, and I, and, I, and I normally try to ask a lot of the guys the same question. But, you know, what was kind of your experience with COVID? Like, what were some things that ultimately you took away from you know, during all that time that you kind of had, in, whether it was in quarantine or all the, uh, like, regulations and stuff that the schools would have, what were some of the things that you kind of took away from, you know, your COVID season? Um, My COVID season was just what it's like to play in the big-time uh, varsity experience games. You know, we, we, we played in some big games. I mean, we knocked off a top-ten team with Judson and then turned right around the next week and came back and won a big playoff game. Um, and then also 
just just more like how to lead and then obviously how to how to start and finish a game how to handle adversity because we handled a lot of it especially with covid you know i got you i got you so um were there so like so not not to keep going back to it but you said that you were a 403 so what were some things that you did to physically better yourself during that season um well during the season nothing really i kind of like denied that i was getting up to that weight until after the season was when i really decided to double down i got you so so did you do like a bunch of like immense like training go to the gym you know what were some things that you did because i know a lot of people sometimes they you know uh kind of not not worry about their weight but they kind of let go or so to speak so what were some things that you did whether it was dieting gym you know what helped you kind of better yourself physically um yeah i just stepped upon the scale and realized i needed to make a change so i completely changed my eating habits i ate five meals a day uh low carb high protein i ran every day uh, i was doing some type of cardio and i got really good at running the track and really good at jumping the rope so Hey, well, there six you go. months, I'd, I'd lost 91 pounds. Holy shoot. Congrats. That's wow. Cause that's, I mean, that's a lot of weight to drop, especially in that time frame. So, uh, and Colton, you know, kind of, I don't want to keep asking you like every single year, but so after your sophomore year was over, you know, had you started gaining any more type of college interest? Uh, by the end of my sophomore year? Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, I went back on, did a little camp tour, went around all the South, all the schools that I was really interested in and, they saw the work I put in and they had known the, they had seen me before, but they had known that I had ballooned up, but they saw that the work that I put in to try and be an athlete at the next level. And I got a good amount of offers from it. I got you. So what were some of the schools that you were most interested in? Cause you just said you went on like a tour and everything like that. So what were some of the more notable schools that you visited? I had um, visited UTSA, UT, A&M, TCU, Oklahoma, Alabama, um, LSU, um, I think those were the camps that I went to. And in that time frame, I had gotten an offer from every single one except Alabama and LSU. Dang. So, I mean, that's still impressive, though. Oh, also, for... Texas Tech. I went to Texas Tech. They were my dream school, but I did not get an offer from there. Wow. So, you're telling me Tech didn't offer you? Because, you know, Tech, they're kind of known for having those huge six foot six, six foot seven linemen, and they didn't even offer you? Uh, they offered me later oh. in the recruiting process, but I was already committed. So, oh, so it was more and more of those things where they didn't realize what they lost, and so they actually saw it pretty much. I guess so. But, I mean, Tech's doing some big things. So, hey, I'll love hey, it, man. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we don't want to, you know, throw any hatred or anything like that towards mm -hmm. any school. But, um, but anyway, so uh, so Colton, you know, you got all these offers, you know, from big name blue blood programs like AM, UT. You know, how did you kind of keep yourself yourself level headed, knowing that you were gaining a lot of attention and you know all these stars were starting to come right next to your name? You know, what were some things that you did personally to keep yourself level headed and humbled? Um, I just remember what got me there, and I just remembered that uh, the place where I once was, I could very easily get back to it if I lost what had got the work ethic that had gotten me there, you know, I got you. So, um, so Colton, let's talk a little bit about ultimately your commitment. So what were some of the final schools that you had in your, you know, some people do like top 10, top five, top three, you know, what were your top final schools to land you? Uh, I guess my top three would have were A&M, obviously UT and Oklahoma. 
Okay, so you definitely knew that you wanted to stay in the South, whether it was, I mean, well, I, I was about to say whether you wanted to be in the Big 12 or in the SEC, but, you know, they're about to just become the SEC. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so so what ultimately, I want to ask you, what ultimately, what ultimately about Jimbo Fisher and the Aggies made you want to go to A&M versus, say, UT in Oklahoma? Um, I just really loved the – it just felt the most like home. I loved the tradition. I loved the Aggie network of the place. Uh, I loved the atmosphere of College Station. And that's not even getting started on Coach Fisher and Coach Adazio and their program, you know. I got you. I got you. I mean, so did you take – so let me ask you this. So, you know, you committed right before your junior season. So did you go to any A&M games throughout the year, like whether it was the Alabama game, any of the, like, the more notable games? My junior year, I had gone to five games. I went to the Auburn game. I went to the Mississippi State game, the Kent State game. Um, what was the fourth game I went to? Uh, I went to another one, but I don't know why it's not clicking right now. And oh, I, I did go to the Alabama game. Okay, so that was amazing. I was I was just about to ask you. So so being you know. I mean, that's as big as it's going to get at Kyle Field. I mean, obviously, they're playing number one at Bama. It's a huge game, huge environment. You know, what was it like? Because I'm guessing, did, were you able to be on the sideline or or did you have to sit in the stands? I was uh, I was in the stands, but we all eventually got on the field, as you saw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, what was it like, though, being in that type of environment, you know, seeing, obviously, the underdog in this situation upsetting the best team in the country? It was there was nothing like it. I mean, the atmosphere alone was electric. There was, I've never seen anything like it. One hundred and eight thousand people screaming at the top of their lungs. I mean, you you couldn't hear yourself think, and you're in the stands. I can't imagine what it was like to be on the field. And then obviously, just the way that they can't overcame adversity and Zach Calzada going down and coming. When Zach Calzada came back out in the field, you would have thought the stadium was going to collapse. With the amount of energy. gotcha, that's... and then when that kick was sunk, oh my lord, it was amazing. I couldn't even imagine it. I mean, you know, AM obviously they've got one of the best atmospheres in all of college football at Kyle Field, and honestly, I don't blame you for wanting to be a part of that because that's something special that you only get once in a lifetime. So, but um, but anyway, Colton. So now that you're committed, you know, you kind of have that weight off your shoulders, you know. How, so, if you don't mind, walk us through how your junior season went. Since you already were committed to A and M, you know how did how did your twenty twenty one season go? Uh, my twenty twenty one season went a lot better. Uh, you know, I, I finally kind of stepped into a leading role rather than uh, following others, and I helped the team the best I could. You know, we we were a really close team, and uh, we came together and did some special things, and I got some accolades. But I, I just really enjoyed the camaraderie of of the team our offensive line was really good we we did a lot of really good things together and I loved everything that we all did as a team I got you I got you Colton so do you feel like you kind of stepped up to the level that you wanted to during your sophomore season and then going into your junior year and like do you feel like you also achieved a lot of the goals that you had set for yourself during the off season? Uh, yes. Um, I, I wanted to get the all districts and the all states and I got that, but more than that, I wanted us to win as a team. And, you know, we only lost, um, we only lost three games and all three of those games were heartbreakers. So you, you can't complain. I mean, we, we had a, we had a really good team and we, 
we did some special things. I got you. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, definitely, because y'all, I'm guessing y'all playing a pretty tough district. Because I know, do y'all play? I know it probably sounds stupid, but do y'all play like North Shore, any of those schools? Or... Uh, no, but we we play like Judson, Cibolo Steel, uh, Clemens. Oh, okay, I got you. Like we we play a lot of good teams from around here. Yeah, okay. I was I didn't know because I know when you said Judson, I'm like, okay, maybe you do end up, you know, maybe every once in a while non-district play, you know, North Shore. But yeah, no, definitely y'all play in a very tough district down there. But no, I mean, definitely, you know, kind of the improvement that you had from a season before and then now, whether it was team or just personal, you know, that had to have felt pretty good, right? And then add on add on top of that, they also you kind of found your school for the next three to four years. Yes, it was a blessing for sure. I got you. So, Colton, you know, now that you're done with your junior season, you're already committed, you know, how did it feel now that you're going into your senior year? You don't have the pressure of wondering what school am I going to go to, you know. So what were some things that you were looking forward to the most during your senior season, which obviously is now? Um, You know, I was committed and uh, I spent a bunch of time recruiting, but going into the senior season and I decided to graduate early. I know I have about five months left with my buddies and my family and everything. And so I just knew that I wanted to help lead this team to be the best team that we can be and contribute and give, give it my all for this last season. I got you. I got you. And another thing I want to ask you is what are some personal goals that you have, you know, for yourself and also for the team? Uh, for the team, obviously to go uh, win a state championship and bring one home for the first time in our school's history. Um, have us go win district we have we we have a whole set of goals and and that's to have a winning record to make the playoffs to win district to win in the playoffs and to win the state championship i think that for the team i, I want to give everything that i can to help our team achieve that i mean i guess personal goals would just be to lead the team the best i can and fill my role the, the way that need, that is needed the most to do it to the best of my ability and then, I mean, obviously, like the accolades and everything, but most important, importantly for my last ride with Smithson Valley, I want to give everything I got for them. Hey, I love to hear that you got that mentality. You know, you're definitely a team first guy, and that's something that A&M fans definitely are going to be looking forward to when you do go up to College Station. Now, Colton, I want to ask you, because I didn't even realize you were graduating early, you know, what ultimately led you to want to graduate early and get, you know, ahead at A&M? Um, I had just realized uh, – as cool as it would have been to be here and take a break from football for a little bit, not really have anything on my plate. I knew that one, I would have hated it because I'm terrible with free time. I got I you. Just, it just doesn't, it doesn't do me right. And uh, two, I, I know that I'd be wasting my time when I could be working towards my dream. Hey, absolutely. And definitely, you know, getting that, uh, like semester early, you know, being learning the offense, learning all the little things, especially from the, you know, best coaches in the country, arguably at AM. Uh my bad. I, I kinda forgot what uh what's the O line coach's name at AM? Because I know he's kind of okay. Now he's now he's known as arguably the best O line coach in all the country. So definitely learning from him, you know, during you know, when you arrive on campus until you start fall camp next year, that's gotta be huge for you, right? Most definitely. I got you. So, so Colin, and another thing I want to also ask you is what are some things that you're most excited about when you do finally arrive at College Station? Um, Obviously, just to to start the next chapter of my life, you know, just to become a young adult and grow, grow into a man. 
you I know, uh, get some, get some more independent, learn how to have my own schedule and maintain all of that. Uh, I'm obviously excited to join the football team and, uh, go help them the best I can and better myself and learn some huge life lessons out of that. But uh, I think the coolest thing is I'm just ready to get involved with the Aggie network and everything. That was the biggest thing that led me to AM was the network. So just being involved in that, all the traditions and everything and the culture is something I'm really excited for. Absolutely. And it's definitely going to be exciting when you do put on the maroon and the white. So that'll be really, I mean, honestly, I'm super excited for you. I can't wait to see what you do bring for the Aggies. Now, we also have a few more questions for you, Colt, before we do wrap things up. Uh, the first one I want to ask you is whether it's – and I ask the guys all the all this, this question all the time, whether it's past, present, college football, or NFL, what player do you feel like your play style most resembles and why? Hmm. Um, most resembles? I'd, I mean, I'd like, I'd like to say I'd – I'd mimic the likes of Joe Thomas or Alejandro Villanueva. You know, they're they're tall, big dudes that have a high motor, and I think I play with a high motor. I got you. I got you. Joe Thomas, obviously, one of the best linemen of all time, and Alejandro Villanueva was an excellent lineman for the Steelers. Now, the uh, next question I have for you, Colton, is, you know, right before game time, right before you come out of the locker room, going into the tunnel, you know, while you're in the locker room, what is your go-to pregame hype song and why? You know, it's always been dreams and nightmares, but recently this season something's gotten into me, and I, one by Metallica has really struck a nerve to okay. get me hyped up. Okay, I think, hey, that's definitely not bad. I mean, I've, you know, obviously all the guys I pretty much do on here, they've, you're like that out interview, they always are saying dreams and nightmares. So it's actually cool you kind of switched it up. So what kind of about Metallica's, you know, kind of become your, your favorite hype song? I don't know. It's just uh, I like getting screamed at <laughs> to get me to get me like locked in and angry. I got and you. I got it you. has a lot of like loud, loud, crazy stuff going on in the song. You know. Hey, I got you, Colton. Now, you know, kind of wrap things up and everything like that. Is there anybody you want to shout out for getting you to the point where you're at now? Um, I like to shout out God first off, and then my family, my mom and my dad. I wouldn't be here without them. And then, uh, not necessarily for getting me here, but some somebody who should definitely be getting looked at, and you should look at is uh, Freddie DeBose. Uh, he just got a he just recently got an injury that's pretty bad. So prayers up to him. Uh, keep them in your thought. Keep them in your thoughts. Uh, Weston Ross, he's about to do some big things as well. And uh, Jackson Maynard, he's a junior. He's gonna do some crazy things for us on the defensive line. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, prayers up to your teammate who just, like you said, suffered that serious injury. And obviously, all glory to God because we wouldn't be able to do anything we're doing right now if it was not for him. So, of course. But, um, so Colton, seriously, thank you for coming on today. And thank you for having me. And, and for everyone out there that's listening and you want to go show my guy Colton some love for coming on, I will leave all of his uh, links, socials, everything like that. It will all be down in the description of today's episode. So make sure to go show him some love. Not only is he a great player, he's a great human being. So, Colton, thank you once again for coming on. And I'm definitely going to have to check in with you here in a little bit and probably have to see how it's going with you. Of course. Thanks for having me.